Welcome to Brew Jackets, a fun Blue Jackets themed podcast. Hell yeah. Joining me tonight, we have my guy, Happy Duck, my guy, Owen, my guy, Heartsy, and my mm-hmm. guy, William. Let's Welcome go. Hello, everyone. CBJ. CBJ. Love it. I love how well timed up that was. That was amazing. Um, hey guys, how y'all doing? It's been only it's been a week. I posted on Monday that it's already been a long week, and it's Wednesday. It just feels like it's never gonna end. Uh, but we are now in November. We're November first. Um, yesterday was Halloween. Got to see a lot of uh, funny shit happen uh, on social media. You know, I saw a bunch of funny costumes and whatnot. Um, actually, let's talk about that real quick right away. Um, I just want to mention, I want to, I wonder if I can bring it up. Um, did any of you guys see, uh, what was it? Um, oh, Blake Momfor in the Zamboni costume. Yeah, that was great. That was so awesome. Here, I wonder if I can bring it up at all. Damn. It was so cool. And uh, so I heard, uh, I think um, Boone gave him like a, a game used stick and some other, among some other things, uh, he got to like be like, I think behind the scenes a bit um, at the uh, Jackets game he went to. That was pretty cool. Um, saw a bunch of other costumes. Once again, I'm just trying to See if I can bring this up really quick for the stream, for the video stream. Oh, here we go. I got a wonderful post from the wonderful Jeff Svoboda. Um, Let's see this one. There we go. All right. So for our video listeners, listeners, video viewers, here's the image. For audio listeners, um, Blake is in a wheelchair and he has used some cardboard and some graphics to make himself look like a Zamboni, which I think is one of the coolest things you could do uh, in that situation. That's awesome. His dad did that for him. And that guy, that guy is a creative person. The amount of stuff he's come up with for his kid to go as his Halloween using the wheelchair is like pretty damn cool. It's like, man, that's creative and that's pretty damn cool. So it's credit to you. It's a credit to his dad for doing all this cool stuff for, for, for Blake. And I, and you know, the thing is, is I, it was a couple weeks ago. I saw that on Twitter and I made a comment on Union blue soldiers, Twitter page. Like, man, I need to, I'm paraphrasing it, but the exact tweet was like, I need to see this on t- at a blue jackets game. And they responded that they were going to a game and that game just happened to be this past Saturday night. So that was great to see. That was great to see. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Um, It's so great. I love it. I'm glad they can do that. Hey, we have a comment already. Let's go. Hey, the blue junkies. Thanks for joining us for our audio listeners. Once again, I'm uh, bringing up some comments from people who are, uh, you know, just coming in, uh, watching our streams on YouTube or wherever else you guys can come do that too and leave some comments for us to read while we're on air. Blue Junkie yeah. says, yo, with uh, about eight O's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's just like, you know, it's always an option to our audio listeners, but we also appreciate you as, just as well. Um, yeah. Anyway, 
So that was really neat. I saw some other photos from like uh, the Blue Jackets uh, Halloween party. Looked like Boone Jenner was Justin Bieber and his wife, wow. girlfriend was. Uh, uh justin beaver's wife wife i guess yeah okay i don't know i don't know what her name is dude so i you know but i i guess i guess apparently it it went well because uh looking at boone jenner's wife's instagram page she posted the picture and everyone loved the costume and basically everyone was saying that you look like a perfect justin beaver slash justin beebler's wife and (laughs) you know that was pretty funny. That's well, did awesome. anybody see Fantilli Line in his girlfriend's costume? Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. Tell us about it a little bit. Tell us each one. Oh, uh, well, Line obviously being Shrek, get out of my swamp. <laughs> it's good to see him at like events, like parties and stuff, because then you know he's not really like concussed. It's it's like more of a day-to-day thing to see when he's feeling good. Um but Fantilia's donkey is kind of funny as like donkey. I can kind of see him being like that. <laughs> donkey. Definitely. I thought that was he's great. Just, honestly, I looked at Patrick Line as Shrek and I'm like, yep, I, that's believable. I could think it because Shrek's a big dude and Patrick Line is a big dude. And it's a credit <laughs> to his girlfriend because his girlfriend pulls off the Fiona look as, uh, as oh, well. So We're here's a good. picture. So from... good for you. Here's a picture from uh, the wonderful Sarah Kent's Instagram page. I believe she reposted this from Twitter or whatever. Johnny's is amazing. Uh, So (laughs) here we have Johnny Gaudreau as Travis. uh, Travis. Travis Barker. uh, Barker. And uh, I think that's when he was dating. uh, Courtney Kardashian. Kardashian. Oh, uh, oh. Okay, I got, the the, Jabron- I got the Kardashians mixed up. I forgot it was that one. Um, Who's the jabroni dressed up as Travis Kelsey? Uh, Eric and Branson. Eric and Branson. And his, uh, his wife hilarious. or girlfriend <laughs> is, is pulling off a like pretty spot on Taylor Swift. Uh, yeah. Does that mean Gabranson will play better now? Since uh, Kelsey's so- better. Hey, nah, he's he's been he Erica Branson's been much wood. better this has been much better this season. I'm not here for Erica Branson slander. Okay, I'm yeah, sorry. No, he's been pretty damn good. And like <laughs> and like like honestly, imagine trying to say that to his face. Uh, <laughs> oh, here I have a I have a picture of the uh, Shrek and Donkey and Princess Fiona costumes. Um, pull that off so well. Yeah, That's I love great. Patrick Lennon's smile. It's I, you know how how some some Finnish people are, you know, and you don't really always see them like come out of their shell and you know smiling <laughs> and I all that fun happy Shrek stuff. Shrek is bald, Line A is bald. It, it works. There we go. Um, Zach Rowenski. <laughs> Zach Rowenski was uh, Zach what bald. what is this? What? I think it's from 50 first dates. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, Hansen. okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, I wouldn't have known that because I don't pay attention to that stuff. So I wouldn't have known I had that. to Google it, to be honest. Super old. You had to Google <laughs> it? That's a really good movie. It's a, it's I've seen okay like the movie. TikTok clips. I haven't watched the whole movie, though. Um, 
All right. Story. So I'm trying to find it, but did you guys happen to see the monsters hockey uh, Halloween party group photo? I haven't yet. Carson Carson Meyer was a hot dog. That's (laughs) That's pretty good. He's a big old Oscar. That's pretty awesome. So I'm going to find the picture, but um, what the hell is Nick Blankenberg? He's just sitting in the background with a backwards hat on. That's it. Here, oh, I got the picture. I got the picture. Oh, I All saw right. that. So, I don't know. <laughs> I can't so, tell you. Like, he's literally, I, I don't know how well you can see this on the small screen, but he's just standing back. He's got like a t shirt. This Okay, so a couple other guys are dressed as soccer players, too. We have this guy in the back, the yellow jersey. We, we have are. the. Um, the nice. blue and white striped jersey over there on the right. Uh, I thought messy. I had another one. No, I so think, I don't know. I think that's messy. It's messy and Neymar. Yeah. So I don't. You know, we can't see the front fully, but it, honestly, there's like a half circle on Nick's the front of Nick's shirt, and it almost looks like the Blue Jackets logo. Like. Uh, I know I see Barnacle Boy. I don't know who's and like, dressed up as look, Barnacle Boy. I don't dress up for Halloween because I just I don't have that kind of time and energy. But you know, uh, yeah. you're at a Halloween party, and I don't know, whatever. Maybe I just I'm not understanding his costume. He's just wearing. A He's just hat. evil Nick Blankenberg. It's like we're already on the monsters. It's scary enough. Um, so that was pretty good. I love the. Barnacle Boy, uh, and uh, the the costume there that was pretty sick. So, all right, so that was some funny stuff. Uh, you know, we got that out of the way. Um, yeah. Stay tuned. Uh, Stay tuned to later on the show when I share stuff about Gavin Brindley and who has the Cappies, who's won the Cappies so far this season. Hell yeah. That is something uh, to look forward to because right now we're going to talk about the opposite of that, and that is losses. And we just, we, the Blue Jackets just got their fourth loss in a row. Granted, two were in overtime, so we got two points out of that, but that that's rough. I understand there's growing pains, I guess. there's We're not meant to be light years ahead of last year. We're meant to be better than last year. And so you know, keeping expectations realistic. Um, what do you guys think so far? When really the story of the Blue Jackets has been when they've lost. It's not because they played outside of that game at Detroit. They had one good period and then just got smoked outside of that one game. The story has been when they lost. If they played a mostly good game and had a lot of good moments and they've had some chances to score and everything and sometimes they do but it just comes down to you just have little moments here and there where you have a lapse in judgment you don't necessarily play good and it's in the back of your net and that's really the difference and honestly that is really the story of all the games that the Blue Jackets have played recently is that it's not that they played terrible or you, you can find nothing good out of it, is that, no, you can look at each one of the four games that they've played since our last show, and you can say, yeah, it sucks that they lost, but they've had some good moments there, and it's something that you can think, oh, that was good. But it just really just comes down to just, just little moments where 
you slip up here and there. And unfortunately, that's, you know, the difference right there. Some good moments, but not a complete full effort. And that's why, you know, what Pascal Vincent has put them through the ringer through practice and just, you know, bag skate them basically toward, you know, towards the end of it. So, and when they win, it's like they have that full 60 minute effort and it's just great. You're like, oh, that's a great game. Good effort. A lot of awesome goals and good team play, good defense and everything. It's just those little moments where they, you know, they kind of slip. So put it all, take the good stuff from all that you've learned and put it together more consistently and you can get a much more better effort. Basically, I mean, as someone who was around for the the zero and eight team, I mean, we're not that bad. No, no. we've had worse starts to the year, but you know, we could be doing a little bit better. Obviously, some bounces could have gone our way in some of the overtime games, but they didn't. You just gonna have to regroup and figure it out, especially after the last game we had, because that one was kind of that was rough. Uh, yeah, um, I, I, I kind of. Didn't want to watch the rest. Yeah. yeah I just, Pascal Vincent said he was, it was not acceptable. Yeah. Not acceptable. And I agree with him. Shout out to, shout out to Dimitri Varankov for getting your first ever NHL goal. Hell yeah, brother. Shout out to Damon Severson as first ever goal with the Blue Jackets. And I, I have a feeling that the goal, the course, the goal that Dimitri Varankov scored is right in tight, right in front of the net, and he's just using his big ass body of 6'5, 240, and just sh- scoring a goal there. And he had like two guys around him. And honestly, from a defensive standpoint, the Stars did everything they could have. It's just, I don't think you're going to stop a dude that's 6'5, 240. It's just, <laughs> it, it's just not happening. No, so when also- you look at it, when you look at it, I think that a lot of the goals that Dmitry Voronkov is going to score are going to be those types of greasy goals in front of the net and just jam it, just jam it in there. Cause generally speaking, you're not stopping a dude that's six, five, two forty. You're just not. And then another thing I just like that. I just like that. He already knows to just park his ass in front of the net, whether it be for a screen or just how he scored the goal. Maybe he just knows that maybe the blue jackets told him to do that, but I just love that. He already knows that, Hey, you can use your size to your advantage and just park your ass in front of the net. Oh yeah. We got a grown man playing hockey on our team like right away. You know, it's <laughs> just a big dude. Um, he also, speaking of that, got his first assist and um got in a fight with uh how do you pronounce this? Is it Zika? Jack Eye. Jack Eye. Jack Eye. Fuck me, dude. Whatever. That's <laughs> ridiculous. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, that guy who, um, funny enough, Mark uh, Mark Sheeg, uh yeah. had commented earlier the day before or, that, or the night before, like before the game, I wonder if we'll see a Voronkov-Jackoff uh, fight. Um, Zach said it was going to happen. Oh, we, were on, we were on a phone yeah, call. He said, hey. Arbor Jackai and Voronkov tonight. And I said, that would be fun. Yeah. Of course. Right. I mean, he is the wizard. Zach is the Blue Jackets wizard because he has a track record of saying, oh, that he thinks the Blue Jackets are going to do something. And it turns out the Blue Jackets end up doing that thing that he thinks that they're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, you know, that's some good things, you know, sprinkling in there, uh, you know, the start of our season. Uh, we're eight games in right now. We're uh, three, three and two. Um, that's not the worst in the three. league. Yeah. yeah. Three and five. At least you're not the Sharks. Well, we're three and five. Yes, that, that you're much. right. But um, as far as points go, yeah, we got. We aren't the Sharks. <laughs> yeah. At we least you're the not sharks. the Sharks. No. Yay! Yeah. It's not, not like even saying that, but you know how it goes. Um, so let's talk about some other things from the beginning of the season. Um, real quick, I just want to say, uh, I just want to recap the scores. That's it. I don't want to talk about the games. We all saw them except for maybe the last one because Buck Valley Sports. Uh, so Thursday, okay. lost against Canadians, four to three in overtime. That sucked. Um, Saturday, lost against the Islanders, two zero, shut out at home. It was rough. And Monday's loss to Dallas five to three. Um, so out of all these games we've had so far, uh, Veronkov has his first goal. Adam Fantilli has his first goal. Um, Jack Rausovic yeah. has goals. Yeah. Um, you know, um, do you don't want to know who, who, who else? Um, so I, I absolutely love the man, and I, you know, he will definitely score a lot this year guaranteed but um johnny uh Gaudreau has mm. not gotten a goal yet yeah um, but he's more of a passer though so that's not a big of an issue yeah that is fair he had a ridiculous amount of assists last year and with the guys he's playing on the same lines with you know if he's playing on lines with like marchenko and and whatnot yeah. um you know he's really trying to get them to pass so they can hammer it home but uh it's kind of rough. And you mentioned Severson's first goal too. That was that's nice. Um, and you know, oh, thank you for bringing this up. So the Blue Junkies uh, had a comment here a while ago. He says losing in competitive games is way better. Actually, enjoying the games again is a good feeling. Offense is in a slump. Once the goals start rolling in, things will look a lot better. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Growing pains. We're, we just well, need, to, need a little time to cook. learn to lose first. And you look at a lot oh, of the. We learned. Yeah. Oh, they know. They know. <laughs> a lot of the analytics. You look at a lot of the analytics I've seen on Twitter that basically suggests that the Blue Jackets are getting a lot of chances, and under no normal circumstances, they'd probably be going in. And you see a lot of the, there's that um, expected to win meter or whatever it is on Twitter that says if this game was played, who deserved to win it more? And they'll say something like. Blue Jackets 80% and they'll say like other team 20% or whatnot or vice versa. And a lot of these games, the Blue Jackets are winning the deserve meter. It just hasn't gone in yet. But a lot of the analytics for what I've seen of saying that they're getting good chances and eventually it should go in. Yeah. Well, and something that might help that too when he's back is as Blue Junkies here says, missing Patty hurts some too. Yeah, I honestly, I truly believe that in, in possibly – in some of those overtimes, we talked about this last week already with the with the last overtime. Line A could be the difference maker in in, in that situation, mm -hmm. being on the power play. He he's got the size. He's actually able to play defense well, and he also has the ability to 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 make some moves, get around some guys, take shots. He is just one of the best all around players I think on the team. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, yeah, a lot of people compared his shot originally to like the o Ovechkin, you know, one timer. But like that is far from the what 
only thing he can do. Right. <laughs> you know, he's um, ever since coming to the Blue Jackets, he's really picked up his game and become a better all around player, both offensively and defensively. Yeah. Yeah. They really weren't using him well in Winnipeg. Yeah. I'm I would, not I even agree. lying. What is there to do in Winnipeg? Uh, play hockey and Fortnite, I think, from what I heard. Fortnite. <laughs> Did you guys hear about that with Patrick Line? Yeah. Supposedly. Yeah. Okay. yeah. For anyone out there who doesn't know, uh, apparently he was so addicted to playing Fortnite that uh, someone made him stop or something like that. And then he like went on a huge point streak <laughs> when he like cut back his hours. He was also getting bullied, though. So. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Blake Wheeler and Mark Shifley didn't like him. Good riddance. He's ours now. And they're stuck um, living in Winnipeg for another eight years. <laughs> Except for Blake oh, Wheeler. Blake, Wheeler's, Blake Wheeler went to the Rangers, so I feel yeah, like he went to the Rangers. I wouldn't wish that upon anyone. I wouldn't wish that um, upon my worst enemies. So, uh, yeah, that's the first little part of our season, first little part of our show. Um, before I do the ad stuff here in a bit. So some of you, this doesn't affect Kevin. No. Artsy. This doesn't affect you guys, but <laughs> Valley sports completely dropping the ball. Like, okay. So $20 a month to watch the Columbus blue jackets and I can't even watch the Guardians or Reds. And the Cavs, yeah. I only watch one of those teams. Like, go Cavs, I guess, but I don't, I don't yeah. pay attention to, to basketball. Yeah. Does so LeBron I pay 20 bucks a month. I wish. 20 bucks a month for to watch something like two, three times a week. All right? Yeah. 20 bucks a month, man. Like, so, like, like other streaming services aren't even that much. And, like, okay, my point... They did not communicate well at all. The Blue Jackets are actually the ones who communicated on their end through Twitter. Like, yeah. hey, we know there's some difficulties with this. Like, Valley Sports, as far as I'm aware, never, like, had any sort of public statement like that that I saw when it was happening. That yeah. was absolute, absolutely unacceptable. This is obviously... Uh, behavior from a company who was about to go bankrupt last year still is. I don't know what's up. What's even up with that? Well, because in some, it, they're kind of in in a goofy, interesting situation. Because in some ways, some teams aren't using them because they have not because Bally Sports has not paid them the money to do it. And then it goes like this: is that if you don't pay them the money, there's a certain amount of time that they have to pay that money, and if they don't, then that team is free of Bally sports and they can go somewhere else. But if in that time period, the Bally sports pays the money to that team, then they can keep that team on their, you know, respective TV channels. And that's, what's been happening with a lot of these teams is either, you know, Bally sports doesn't pay the money. And then that certain amount of time goes away where they don't pay them the money. And then the team figures something else out or, this has happened in case with the blue jackets and of course with like the reds and like the guardians and calves and stuff like that, which is they didn't probably didn't have the money at that point, but then they had enough time to get the money and pay those teams to keep them on, you know, Bally sports, Ohio. 
because that was a big thing. I remember when both the Reds and Guardians started this past season, like, uh oh, what's going to happen with that? Are they are they going to be on TV? Can people see them? And even a little bit of concern this past season with the Blue Jackets. Oh, what's going to happen with that? They can be able to finish out the season. And then this before this past season starts, like, well, uh, what's going to happen this October? Are people going to be able to see the Blue Jackets and, you know, the Cavs play, you know, stuff like that. So as of now, Valley Sports has been able to, to pay the money to the, to the Blue Jackets, the Reds, the Guardians, and the Cavs to keep them on there. But if they don't, then they can go somewhere else. And even baseball and the NHL have said that in some hypothetical scenario, if they weren't able to do it, they'd find a way to step in and get it done so people can watch the, their teams and stuff. Well, the Blue Jackets released their own app, which is way better than the NHL app. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, if if they release, if the Blue Jackets themselves released, and if even if it was 20 bucks a month, if they if they themselves put out some sort of app where I could like watch games, all games, every Jackets game, home and away, I'd pay twenty. I'd happily pay twenty dollars a month. Oh yeah, for that. Yeah, happily. But as it is, man, I'm. Well, there's one service that you could possibly get if they would just get rid of the blackouts, and that's ESPN, ESPN Plus. ESPN Plus, yeah. <laughs> because that's only seven ninety nine, and you know, the, the irony is Kevin gets to watch that, but he pays for it. And since I'm a pirate, I get to watch it. But all of you suckers who pay twenty dollars don't get to watch the game. I mean, well, because that's that's the thing is the one thing I I can't re- relate to this is a lot of people, you know, it's a lot of my Columbus friends and I see it on Twitter like, oh, what I can't watch the game or is the Bally Sports app going to work or what channel is it on or stuff like that. And I'm sitting here in my house in Illinois thinking like, well, that's not an issue for me because I can just pull up the computer and watch it on ESPN Plus because I'm not in the Blue Jackets TV market. <laughs> right. I think that's so ridiculous as well, too. Like MLS has signed that Apple TV deal. Why can't the NHL just decide that, hey, this is going to be our one singular streaming service and there's going to be no more blackouts? Just stream games on Twitch. That's what the fucking... That's what the NFL is doing on does. Thursday nights. NFL does Thursday night football on, on Twitch. Um, I mean, the only service that I think of online that you can get Valley Sports on on a cable package is Fubo, and you still got to pay for all those channels still. You can get the DirecTV sports pack or choice package with it on it, and that's a hundred freaking dollars a month, man. What to watch something two or three times a week? Like, ah, just so so stupid, man. Yeah. So talking about money and talking about all of this. So, yeah. whatever jazz no. you know well have you got anything else to add to that well no i just saying what i've said before i i you know i can't relate to you people because i yeah. don't live in the blue jackets tv tv yeah, or radio market because you know just... you know it's like i live in illinois and this is considered blackhawks territory for tv and radio so i can if i want to watch the blue jackets play i can just pull up my computer do espn plus and it's there and the only time it doesn't work, if it's like a national broadcast game or a playoff game, or if they play the Blackhawks, and if they play the Blackhawks, I, I'm in their TV market, so I can just watch it on TV. 
So, you know, people yeah. be like, oh, I can't watch. It's like, well, sorry, but I can't relate to that because I'm not in the Blue Jackets TV market. I can just pull it up on my computer and watch it. I mean, yeah, so can I, but it's not legal. <laughs> as you said, you just turn, mm-hmm. you just pull up the app, you turn it on, and it works. It does. It, right? So, it, like, yeah. um, why can't Bally's app just do that as well? Like, they rolled out supposedly it was an update for like some bug fixes or something which is funny that they created like the biggest bug of all right during prime time sports night like come oh, on yeah. and so you know you just you, you pull it up like so i i can i can believe that espn plus would have like a closed um like test area for this bug fix like they wouldn't just like release it or whatever like you would oh. make sure this actually works before you do it Unlike no. the like a small closed system instead of your whole network, no ridiculous. Um, no, uh, I do take that back. I was in Wisconsin a couple weeks ago visiting my family, and that's when the Blue Jackets were playing the Wild. <laughs> and I pulled out my <laughs> iPad and trying to pull up ESPN Plus. I'm like, what the fuck? What is this? Well, really? I guess it. It turns out the ESPN considers Wisconsin, Minnesota wild territory. And I'm thinking like, fuck, I'm not going to be able to watch the game. And then I flip, flip it through the channels on TV. And sure enough, there was the game. So I watched the game on the, <laughs> on the hotel room. But other than that, or the Blackhawks or playoff games or whatnot, or national TV games, most 99% of the time I can just pull up my computer and watch the Blue Jackets play. Yeah. Well, and like, quite honestly too, um, I, if I lived in Columbus and I got those local stations there, it wouldn't be as big a deal because I think I could probably just turn the TV on and watch it, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I live just far enough away that I don't get any of those local channels. You know what local channels I do get? Cleveland. Do you know what what ESPN considers me in? The Columbus viewing area. Like, come on, yeah, dude. Just, uh, just so dumb. But well, anyway, I think it's a. I think my it's dad a whole saying something about money. Yeah. I don't really understand, but uh, I got I got to do this ad read, so yeah, that's what I think that means. Thanks, pops. Something positive. Do this little THPN promo video, and I'll see you guys on the other side. NFL season is going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of an even sweeter offer every game day this October. Um, we discussed it last week. We discussed it this week. I totally forgot to even look up the odds. Uh, let me do that real quick on the uh, DraftKings. Yeah. Uh, Bengals and Browns. Uh, uh, football. Odds. This is just as easy as it is to look up these. You know, you just literally Google DraftKings football odds. You bring it up, and it gets spits them all out right in front of your face. So this next week we have the Arizona Cardinals, uh, plus two two eighty five going against the Cleveland Browns at a minus three sixty money line. So that's looking a little promising, I think, for the for the Browns. The spread is a plus eight for Cardinals, minus eight for the Browns. So I'm pretty sure that that's like really good in the Browns' favor, right? I don't know. Not betting advice. It's just there. And then we have the Buffalo Bills going up against the Cincinnati Bengals. All right. 
They are uh, 105 plus 105. The Bills are, and uh, Cincinnati Bengals are minus 125 for the uh, money line. Once again, you know, bet responsibly. Yeah. Um, you know, can they do it this week? Can the Browns do it? Can the Bengals do it? I don't know. I'm not going to give Bengals. you any advice. Bengals have been playing pretty good recently. Joe Burrow has been cooking. Been yeah. playing some great games. Joe awesome game back. against the 49ers. So we'll see if they can keep it going. Same with the Browns. They had that good game against the, the 49ers with their like third screen, yeah. third screen guy. But <laughs> anyway, get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code THPN. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 800 Gambler. Visit www.8100gambler.net in New York. Call 8778 Hope NY or text Hope NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resorts, Kansas. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Uh, bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restriction terms and responsible gaming resources. All right, there's one. We actually have another ad coming at you this week. Um, appreciate y'all being patient. It's right. Uh, while I do this, if you're doing the rewatch, you can probably skip ahead like a minute and a half. Um, <clears throat> just kidding. Watch. <laughs> All right. Uh, it may be too early to start decorating for the holidays, but it's never too early to start your holiday shopping. Why not take care of it now before the crowds and packed calendars make shopping a total nightmare, especially when you can get some of the best deals of the season well before Black Friday. You can shop Raycon products now and save up to 50% off because their uh, early Black Friday sale is going on now. You've heard uh, you've heard us you know, talk about the Raycon products here before. Um, you know, when uh, we've always talked about the... Uh, you know, the, the noise suppression and, you know, they're, uh, I think water resistant as well. And, uh, wireless, that's one of the biggest things. Of course, everything's wireless nowadays, but, uh, Raycon first made a name for themselves in the audio space with products like their everyday earbuds known for delivering high quality and thoughtful features, a 32 hour battery life and a perfect in-ear fit for all day wear and lasting comfort. Uh, this past year, they expanded their business with the introduction of Raycon home and Raycon power tech. Um, their five star review, uh, Magic 180 cable allows you to charge iOS, micro USB, and Type C devices eight times faster with a 100 watt power delivery. Their faucet filter ultra filters the water in your tap against chlorine and heavy metals. It is a must-have for ensuring the water you use to wash your face and brush your teeth is, you know, actually clean. Raycon is known for delivering high quality. And, uh, sorry, I think I read that line already. To get everyone in the holiday shopping spirit a bit early, Raycon is currently offering 20% off everything on their site with select products up to 50% off. So beat the crowds and save now. Trust me, you do not want to miss out on Raycon's early Black Friday sale. Uh, hurry now to buyraycon.com slash THPN to get 20 to 50% off site-wide. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score up to 50% off Raycon products. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. I had to yawn. I've had to yawn this whole time. Ooh, I was suppressing that. Well, until the end there. Oh, my God. All right, so. That was all just a lot of words suddenly. So um, I want to hear you guys' opinions on something um, uh, so I can stop talking now um, <laughs> for a little bit. Good drink. Um, all right. So speaking of DraftKings and whatnot, um, this I might not highlight in the best light. Um, 
Shane Pinto. So we're, we're going outside of the Blue Jackets right now. I want to talk about some NHL things for a little bit, just real quick. Shane Pinto suspended 41 games, half of an entire season for sports betting. Uh, does anyone like? Uh, does anyone have like any like like concrete details on exactly what he was betting on or or no. anything? Because I don't. I I heard a rumor that it may have been NFL betting, but like, how does how? Why would that be not allowed? Anyway, sound off. Let me know what you guys I, think about him. One games. I mean, if it's NF, if it's if it turns out to be true that it was NFL betting, I'm not exactly sure about that one. I could see it if it's NHL games because, yeah, then you have something there. But NFL, that doesn't really affect things in the grand scheme of things. 41 games does seem a bit too much, a bit harsh. But I, I could kind of understand it because if they're doing perhaps set a precedent saying that, hey, we don't want people betting at all because that can be a bad thing. Because you don't want people to think that the game – is rigged in some way or shape or form because then that could really screw everything up and you lose money that way. Now as many ticket sales and concession stand and team store and so much more. So I guess I, I don't know. Again, obviously I, it's not anything to do with the blue jackets or Ohio sports. So I really don't pay it much attention to it generally speaking, but um, seems a bit much, but there's probably a reason for it to bring up a good point about setting a precedence it's kind of like well well you know uh rasmus anderson went to appeal his um suspension his four games trying to get three games but you know gary bettman big w that day um kept it at four four so it seems like the if you do something at the beginning of the year they're really trying to throw the hammer at you what do you think owen i mean 41 games for 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 sports betting I mean, you're talking to someone who's who's pro Pete Rose, so I really like. I really don't think I I don't think punishing him is going to do anything when he's just going to be sitting at home on his phone anyway. Like, what happens if he just goes back to his sports betting? Yeah, wasn't he? You know? Wasn't he injured? He was, or he was on injury. That's the the quote. I I can go find the quote, but the the owner of the Ottawa Senators said something along the lines of. He's sitting at home injured, and and what is he going to do all day? Meanwhile, you've got Wayne Gretzky talking on MGM how to bet, you know. <laughs> so like, and he I'm, and they they have a sports book uh, logo on the side of their helmets, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Point uh, points ninety nine. So, I think this isn't his fault. Um, it's his team's fault. It's all Senators' fault. He got sensed. This is all Kevin Hayes' fault. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would. I, uh... I think. Go ahead. Yeet. All right. I think forty-one yeah. games is a bit much, but then again, the NFL banned a guy like for a whole year for betting on his own team. See, that's so, that's something we would know by now is if he was betting on his own team. Yeah, if he was betting on his own team, I mean. Fair. That would be, you know, that's a big, you know, he's confident in his own team. But, like, 41 games, and if he's not betting on the NHL, that's kind of sus. You know, oh, that's mega. But, 
you know, like, what do I know? I'm not a Senators fan. How is he going to fix any football games is all I'm saying. Well, <laughs> and, and like I said, yeah. that's totally a rumor. It's unsubstantiated, very possibly not true. He could have very well been betting against betting on hockey. Um, but, like, unless you literally bet on or, or, or like not on, if unless you bet against your own team, why, why does it matter? Like if you right. bet against your own team, it like and then you throw the game, yeah, that's a huge problem. You know, I, I mean, at certain times, I think that you know they ought to scrutinize these refs a little more too. Like, why don't they pull a Matt, Mike Babcock on the refs? You know, uh, every now and then, and be like, hey, give me your phone, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, <Are> you <laughs> yeah, yeah, better be DraftKings. <laughs> Hell yeah, you better, you, you better be using code THPN. Yeah, yeah, we've memed it. We're using <laughs> Mike Babcock as a, as a verb now. It's it's a it's turning well into a meme. Did anyone happen to see Mike Commodore yeah. dressing up as I Babcock and sitting behind the Blue Jackets bench? Gotta be better. That made me a little better. mad. That made that was a little weird. Like, dude, it was before no, the season. I, like, let go. They tried. Yeah. yeah, they he's just stirring, to apologize he's for a it. pot with nothing in it. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, that they go and do damage control and then they redo this, you know, showing no. that hey, we're not really sorry. Right. Cooking a metal pan. <laughs> no, 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 William. William, you do bring up a good point there. You know, they we've talked about this on the show before, but they knew about this situation back in Jan, uh, July. And then they sit on it and they wait until September, right before training camp starts, and then throw it out there. And there's basically kind of an attempt to screw the Blue Jackets and all the blowback and negative feedback that they d- did get from that. And then they do try to save their ass and say, oh, we're sorry, we're sorry, we're sorry. You know, we like the city of Columbus. We like the Blue Jackets and, you know, whatever. You know, please don't be mad at us, you know even though we were driven by our anti-Mike Babcock hatred to try and screw the Blue Jackets, but that's besides the point. And then you try and cover your ass. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. You know, we like the city of Columbus. We like the Blue Jackets. Please don't be mad at us, basically. And then you turn around and do that. Like, really? Then it's like, come on now. Clearly the Blue Jackets and Mike Babcock live rent-free in your head because you're blinded by your anti-Mike Babcock bias. And clearly what Mike Babcock did was bad, but you can kind of see there's a difference between when someone does has an extreme bias that lets that just gets in their way. Sorry, yeah. I'm not going to take you as seriously. And well, you throw and- Boone Jenner under the bus. It's a we're a players podcast, and Boone Jenner comes out and says, uh, "Well, actually, my thing with Mike Babcock was fine. You still call him a liar and whatever." But that's besides the point. Yeah, Boone didn't so, know what um, he was doing. Boone thought yeah. everything was cool. So. uh Biz had came out and said too, like after all this, he's like, "Look, it's happened Man, before the season. Him. We don't, we don't got to bring this up anymore." Blah blah blah, this and that, right? Biz, Biz said that on his thing, and then so part of the show is Mike Commodore, right? At times, right? I think, yeah. I, right. I don't really watch the show. I don't know. We all yeah. involved with it, but like People exactly. So Rickle Pick brings up a very valid and great point here. Man, that was like three months ago. Exactly, bro. Like, why do you gotta? dredge this shit up again man it, get out it, of here it, it, i don't think no. it's worth being talked about anymore 
No, That's but fair. you do. Yeah, you we do, got some other things. Hefty Doc, you do bring up a good point when Paul Bissonnette says that, oh, this happened before the season. We're not going to talk about it again. And then when your guy starts talking about it again, it's like, well, I don't think you truly meant that. But whatever. Yeah. So let's talk about something else uh, pretty serious. We talked about, you know, Shane Pinto and his uh, suspension. Um, I mean, first and foremost, I want to say, you know, um, thoughts and prayers with uh, Adam Johnson's family, friends, and teammates. Uh, it was very sad what happened this last week. I'm not going to go to any detail about it at all. It's an unfortunate thing to happen in the hockey world. We all know what happened. Um I don't want to. I don't want to dwell on this very much, guys. It, it's a rough thing for everyone to think about and and whatnot. Um, but um, I did. William was telling me earlier that uh, the WHL announced the adoption HL. of mandatory net guards in their league. Wilkes Barre just did it too. Wilkes Barre right. players the, the have to have net guards and wrist guards. Um. After what happened with Evander Kane last year and everything else, um, do you guys have anything against the idea of something like that? No, no, no. I man, go ahead. No, this game, this game could get, this game could get dangerous, you know. Uh, and shit can happen in a snap of your fingers. And what happened was very unfortunate. Former Phantom Adam Johnson, by the way, rest in peace. But I just think, you know, I think this is good. I think we should all, like, you know, be more concerned for the safety of our players. And so mandatory neck guards and wrist guards, I think that is really, like, helping out a lot. So this doesn't happen ever again. The only thing I could think of, the only reason why it may have not have been a thing is that it probably just like, a, oh, that's just the way it is. Think it's always been like that, and there really that really has never been an issue. And I also think that it may be just a thing like you, like now in today's world, you see like 99% of the guys playing hockey, they wear a shield to cover their eyes and like, you know, a little bit of their nodes, basically. It's mandatory. So, so that it, I, I, but that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to get at here. There are some players that like Jamie Ben and Brandon Dubinsky didn't do it because they got grandfathered in. Ryan Reeves, Ryan Wayne Reeves, Simmons. and everything. Um, I wonder if something like that is going to happen with the whole neck guard thing. If they're just going to slowly ease it in. If you're maybe you're an older guy, they give you the choice. But if you're like a younger guy just coming in, you say, Nah, you gotta. You know, you, you yeah, what you know, yeah, that's I mean, what I wonder about it. I'm sure every player knows the risks coming into the game. Um, uh, just as every UFC fighter or boxer knows the risk going into the, the ring. Um, uh, this is something I saw earlier the NHL and NHLPA are talking about, um, mandatory neck guards already. Um, I just I don't want to see it ever again. I feel like maybe I don't either. Like everyone understands the risks, but like that doesn't mean like like you know how like dudes used to literally not wear hockey masks. Like, dude, are you insane? Boy, like, yeah. you want to lose your like an eye? Like, anyway. Then, so once yeah, again, yeah, they and... really couldn't. They had a harder time <laughs> elevating the puck back then. That's hockey. fair. That's fair. And their their sticks didn't bend near as much, so they really it wasn't like, until Bobby yeah. Hall started banana curving his stick. Yeah, we had problems. Yeah. 
Um, all right, I do want to move on to this. I just want to say, you know, in love and memory of Adam Johnson, that, um, you know, prayers and thoughts with your family and everything. So that's all I think I have to say about that. So let's move on to something, uh, just something else right now. We'll, we'll end with something like pretty, uh, pretty lighthearted here. So one of the last Blue Jackets things I want to talk about before we start wrapping up. Um, goaltending. Is it a problem? Yes or no? Owen? No. I don't think we really have that big of a problem in goaltending. Um, we've seen very solid starts from Elvis, and we've seen some <clears throat> solid starts from uh, Spencer Martin. The The Detroit game obviously got away from Spencer, and the, the Dallas game got away from Elvis. They're, they're both competent goalies. It's just you know, having the defense in front of them and getting good starts. I, I'm biased, but I truly think we start Martin the next game just so that way we give Elvis a breather. But yeah, you know, I don't think we need to that. we need to start implementing them as a tandem rather than uh, as one starter, one backup. There needs to be games where one plays over the other. I saw today on Twitter that Tarasov's equipment is back in the building as well. So we're one, you know, that'll be interesting when he comes back. Um, is goalkeeping a problem? Yes or no, William? I mean, it's not too much of a problem, but I think it's something we still obviously need to focus on and improve. And I don't know if you guys saw, I tweeted, I think it was yesterday or the day before, for every save Elvis gets, it's a minute of screen time. <laughs> that he gets okay. uh, that's pretty funny um but so from the uh sorry but you have anything more to say to that i was just gonna say that was all i had to say oh okay <laughs> um so so from the outside looking in uh Hartsy, what do you think of elvis merzlikens uh you know he's a, he seems decent not a not a terrible goaltender. I think he I think he has his times where he struggles. But this is not what he says on our streams. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, no, I, I don't no, think he's good. a bad goalie. Obviously, you know, but you know, I can't really respect him too much because you know he's in the he's in our he's in my division and that's fair. And because of because of Owen, I have to like Spencer Martin. So <laughs> I, yeah, I don't I think he's done cool that. Too, at I guess. All. Yeah. Although, well, I appreciate that. So, Kev, uh, it's on you. Your final word on the uh, on the goalkeeping uh, is it a problem? Yes or no? No. Like ninety nine percent of it's no. Sometimes they let in a goal. It's like, ooh, that's not a good one there. But you know, or they do a dumb mistake like you know spencer martin trying to with about four minutes to go in the game against the islanders that dumb turnover going behind the net trying to play the puck and then oops it ended up in the back and that there's you know because it's like those types of goalies that are good at handling the puck you don't want to tell them don't handle the puck because that's what in part what makes them good and that can be such a valuable asset for your team it can help out your defense but there's a time and place for that there's time and place for that. You got to know the moment in the game. Okay, maybe I shouldn't be doing that. Or okay, that is okay to do that. And the Blue Jackets have benefited from that. Some some of their big moments in recent history, in you know 2014 in Game Four against the Pittsburgh Penguins, 
Mark less than a minute to go. Mark Mark Andre Fleury goes behind the net and misses the puck. Pounce puck bounces in front of the net. Brandon Dubinsky scores. Blue Jackets eventually win that game in overtime from a Nick Foligno goal. So it's like if Flurry doesn't do his little oopsies there, the Blue Jackets probably don't win that game. And then you fast forward to February 2019 when Mark andre Flurry did the same thing against the Blue Jackets. He's playing in Vegas. The Blue Jackets are in Vegas playing the Golden Knights. The Blue Jackets are down 2-1, and he does another oopsies where he goes behind the net, tries to play the puck. And he misses, puck bounces in front of the net, and there's Artemi Panarin, shoots, scores, and the Blue Jackets would go on to win that game. So maybe the Blue Jackets don't win that game if Marc-Andre Fleury didn't have his oopsies. And as for Elvis Merzlikens, he again, he, he's been fine. You know, he, like one or two goals, you probably look at, ooh, that's a bad goal. I shouldn't have let that one in. But like 99% of the time, it, it's just been fine. He's just been much better obviously i think the better defense in front of him has helped out but i also think just nicholas backstrom the new goalie coach has helped out as well and it's been great oh yeah it's been great to see and we are seeing the elvis versus that we know that he can be the one that's shown that he can be good and now oh the question is can he do on a more consistent basis and it's a small sample size but so far this season the answer is yes and hopefully that continues because that would be great to see. Because I'm of the belief that even if the Blue Jackets get average at best goaltending from both Elvis Merzlik and Spencer Martin or Danil Tarasov when he does come back, that the Blue Jackets will be fine and they'll be in a better position to perhaps fight for a playoff spot. Because a lot of times that's really all you need is you can get average at best goaltending, you're fine. Yeah. Yeah, right. As long as, you know, the defense also holds up its end of the bargain. And, you know, so Rick will pick here. This might be copyrighted, but if you're a goaltender, and the goal. That's the goal. As uh, a certain YouTuber would say. Um, so, yeah, all, all great points from everyone. Uh, yeah, I, I personally agree with, uh, with y'all about how it's really – you know, it's it is what it is. You know, if you're gonna allow uh, two on none breakaways, they you're gonna get scored on sometimes. Uh, I want to go. I want you know. I want to be a little bit lighthearted here. I want to start closing this up. Um, so I want to talk real quick. Did any of you guys see Damon Severson's interview on NHL Network where his dog was on camera? I don't know that I want to play any footage from it. I'm just gonna show the still picture so we don't get copyright. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, look at this little dog. He's licking his face right there. Um, <laughs> and his name, his dog's name is Reggie. So that's a great name. Stick tap for Reggie. What's the dog doing? All right. So I just wanted to mention that. Um, and then there is another thing that uh, I need to mention here, and that is actually. Kevin, I'm going to let you do the intro. Take it away on this one. Uh, oh, okay. So I've been paying the attention. We'll, we'll pause the video here for a sec. So I've been really paying. I've just been really paying attention to Gavin Brindley, who's one of the top prospects for the Blue Jackets, and they got him in the second round in this past draft. And the Blue Jackets really 
scouted him a lot in part because they were up there watching Adam Fantilli play. And then they say, Ooh, this Gavin Brindley guy, he looks actually pretty good. Maybe we'll get him in the draft. And when you read a lot of the scouting reports about him, Gavin Brindley was a guy that should have gone in the first round, but he went in the second round because the draft, this past draft was so deep in talent from top to bottom that you had guys that were first round that went in the second round and guys that went in the second round that, you know, should have first round and guys that went in the third round that should win the second round and so on and so forth. And so I've been following Gavin Brindley a little bit here and there about the, on social media and all the, the clips that Michigan's hockey does post about him, whether that be a video or a picture or something. So I thought this one was interesting right here is that in this video, it shows that Gavin Brindley scoring two goals that this past weekend, he scored one on this past Friday and he scored one this past Saturday. So you can, you can play the video, but Oh yeah. Credit to the Michigan Michigan hockey hockey on this one. This is pretty dope though. Check it out for our audio listeners. We'll describe a little bit of it. All right. Boom. Right over the block or right over the glove side. Right. Oh, we have audio in there. There it goes again. Takes off on a breakaway. And easy. Just easy. That was over blocker side there too. Yeah. Just snipes it in too. It looked like both yeah. of those were in like the upper ninety on either side. All right, let, let's let's show that one more time. Let's show that one more time. Pass to him. Boom. Snipe. Top right, right corner. Circle. Nice oh. shot. Ringer. There's a little hey. bit of an interview with him. Yeah. Here we go on the breakaway. So there is one other player that catches up to him, but he's got some speed on him too. Oof. I need to beat the guy if the shot beats him. Yeah. Well, he did both. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was sick. True. Hell yeah. Man. Props so, to Gavin man. Brindley. Props yeah, to Michigan so Hockey for sharing he, that. Yeah, so Gavin Brindley has been playing some pretty damn good hockey so far. It's a small sample size, but he's got seven goals in eight games so far. And so yeah. that wow. – And he had some, you know – he was playing with Adam Fantilli a lot this past season, and he had a lot of magic with him. When you watch the highlights of Adam Fantilli at Michigan, a lot of the goals that he scored were coming off of the stick of Gavin Brindley. And a lot of the assists that Adam Fantilli was racking up when you watch the highlights, it was passing it to Gavin Brindley. So they have a little chemistry there, a little magic. So that'll be interesting to see that when the time comes, when Gavin Brindley is ready to go play for the Blue Jackets, if they can continue that magic that they had at Michigan and bring it over uh, to the Blue Jackets. Also, what's also impressive is I'm going to put this up on the screen, which is Gavin Brindley is playing first first line center minutes for Michigan. So, that's important because Michigan is historically one of the best programs in college hockey. And they're basically like the Ohio state or Alabama of college hockey, just always good. And frozen fours national championships are always good. So like you got to be a good player to play for them. And if you're playing first line center minutes for them, that's really good. And it's a good sign that if you're playing first line, first line minutes as a center at one of the best hockey schools in college, that you're dominating there, that it's good signs for the Blue Jackets for Gavin Brindley's future. And obviously we've seen that with Adam Fantilli. He played good at Michigan, and now he's continued that play 
with the Blue Jackets. So now it'll be interesting to see if Gavin Brindley, you know, he's playing good at Michigan and when he's ever ready, if he can continue that play at uh, with the Blue Jackets. So I'm going to, because I've been tweeting a lot about stuff about Gavin Brindley, not just on the Blue Jackets Twitter page, but also on Union Blue Soldiers. So I'm going to be paying attention to Gavin Brindley. So best of luck to you and hope you keep going well. And when you're ready, come cook with Adam Fantilli and dominate with the Blue Jackets, just like you are at Michigan. It'd be cool to get some more prospects on Ohio State, though. They'd be right there. They would literally be right there. They would. State prospects. So, Let's talk about Mason Laura. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did, but that's awesome. In um, any case, um, but so. No. Yeah, but uh, Wyan, under normal circumstances, Wyan would be here and he'd be telling us about Ohio State legend Mason Laura. But he's not here. But we do have some news to share, which is Mason Laura, Ohio State legend, Mason Laura. Uh, has been called up from uh, the minor leagues, and he's going to be playing for the Bruins. So shout out to you, Ohio State legend Mason Morai, and um, and also and Hafty Duck. You said, "Oh, the oh, may I said the Blue Jackets had some Ohio State prospects. They have Carson Meyer was an Ohio State prospect. So they've had it. It has happened. They get some more." Yes, more is right. But for that to happen, Ohio State actually has to pay attention to their, you know, hockey program and not just care about their football program. But I suspect that's going to change now that they have hockey guy Ted Carter as Ohio State's new president. We're going to have to get William on skates here. Um, (laughs) Let's go. Uh, Make a start working out. Let's go. Get so, those pads. Be better off. Yeah, as a we're a little bit running so, short on time here. So, so uh, I'll last just, thing, I'll quickly well, just share the Kepis who had. That's that. what I wanted to go to. Yes, Kepi list. Uh, so, um, I gotta get I going on making a, an actual Kepi list. I can put up on the screen. Oh, I don't have okay. that, but no, for now. But next, so imagine it. Just imagine one. Yeah. Um. But I will have it. I will have it. You know, it will be there for the show. Whenever. You know, the next time the Blue Jackets win, we'll have a, a list. But point being, there is currently three people on the list of who who've won the Cappy so far this season, and those three people are David Juracek, Spencer Martin, and Adam Fantilli. So, Adam Those. Fantilli is going to be the guy to pass off the Cappy to someone else for the the next time the Blue Jackets win, whoever that guy may be. Yeah. Knock on wood. Hopefully, um, hopefully that's <laughs> no, but yeah, that's yeah, been a little rough on the last few weeks. Hell yeah! Well, I appreciate It'll that, Kevin. Um, yeah, uh, we'll get a list up. Well, one of these times, maybe for next week or whatever. But um, yeah, that's we covered everything so far. We're only a little bit over time too. So, uh, Owen, you got any final uh, thoughts or words or shoutouts? Shout out to my cat right here who's been annoying me the entire podcast. Um, <laughs> little kitty. Get her on get her on screen. Good. Annoy him screen. harder. Kitty. You want to say hi? Ow, now she wants to bite it. <laughs> it's because oh. Hartsy's here. Ow. Yeah, he hates Hartsy. Kitty's never beating the racist allegations. She's biting. She's biting. <laughs> but it's over for oh, Kitty. Yeah, oh, yeah, shout out Kivy. Follow me on Twitter. 
watch the FHL. We're probably going to do that tonight. Um, who's next? Hell yeah. Well, uh, let's go on to William. We'll just go around uh, clockwise. Final you thoughts, already know the comments. drill. Um, <laughs> follow me on Twitter and TikTok. And also go follow the Brew Jackets TikTok account at Brew Jackets Pod. Hell yeah. And watch the FHL tonight. And thanks to it. All right. RTR, do you? Oh, Sorry, I'm tired, yes. dude. Parody Goalie 79 on Twitter and Instagram and Twitch and pretty much every other social media platform I'm on. You can claim your FHL team. Uh, and you can also, uh, I don't know. That's it. Hell yeah, brother. I appreciate it. Go check out the Felshall thing he was talking about. And follow so, Kevin... Bruins Wine, please. Oh, yeah. A little shout out to Bruins Wine, who wasn't able to make it tonight. Because he told me to. <laughs> That's fair. All right. Uh, Kevin, you can yeah. uh, final thoughts? From yeah. Um, well, I see it in the private chat that we have going on here in the stream yard. And William says in, in uh, cap locks, all capital letters, it says, Kevin, we need to see Cooper. Well, I, I'm going to get there. I promise. Cooper's coming. Okay. 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 <laughs> um, okay. So I, I'm going to get there. Um, first things first, uh, William is doing a TikTok page for the show. So you might want to check that out. That's going to be pretty cool because he's going to he's posted the intro and he's going to post little clips from the show. So you might want to check that out. Uh, the new brew jackets tiktok page run by william so might want to check that out because um none of us well none of us are like you know in our teenage years we're like 20s and 30s so like bunch of boomers. Kind of old. <laughs> when, it, when, it, when it comes to tiktok we're kind of like boomers and don't i just don't like chinese spyware um sorry but, we're kind of like, no, that's how, that's like how I feel about TikTok. Like I'm not, I'm only 31. So I'm like, not that old, but like, I, I kind of like, I don't get it. TikTok. I kind of feel like a boomer. So we I'm get fine. So like, you know, we'll get someone like younger, like William, who's like, you know, 15 and understand <laughs> help out with our TikTok page. So check Hell out, yeah. check out the uh, brew jackets, TikTok page. So that's going to be fun. Um, you know, there it is. As so, as says so on the screen, go subscribe to our YouTube channel. You should totally do it. Uh, I question your life decisions if you haven't done it already. So please just go do it and subscribe to the YouTube channel and like, share, subscribe and everything else. Just please do it. It's, we appreciate it. So thanks. Anyways. Can we get 10 million likes on this stream? <laughs> Can we get... 10. Smash uh, that like button. <laughs> Smash that like button. No, seriously, we could really use the help Smash over Smash the here. like button. Smash yeah. it. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Just do it. Um, Let's see. Okay, William, here we go. So, here it is. Here it is. Cool. Look, dog. Oh, she ran away. What the hell? There the it is. Doing? It is Cooper, my brother's dog, the greatest dog of all time. Cooper. What's the dog doing? What's Cooper doing? 
What's the dog doing? <laughs> I don't. I took this picture a couple months ago. I I don't know. He was just sitting there. He looks kind of crazily though. He's looking he's right dog. in the camera. Looking yeah. at Maz right now. <laughs> so yeah, there's my so brother's well dog Cooper. So yeah. <laughs> There's oh, my brother's too. dog. There's my brother's dog, Cooper, right there. Anyways, um, oh, and bring back this Zuzak Zacharensky just for the memes and the laughter. I just yeah. need it. And the Blue Jackets were winning games when you wore that during the 2016-2017 season for just the memes and the laughter. Just, you know, bring back this suit. Get one for uh, all of you, Mish boys. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, off all the Ohio State purists. Yeah, you know what? It is what it is. You know, it yeah. is what it is. <laughs> Anyways, um, one oh, and one last thing for me is, um, you know, go check out Union Blue Soldiers and all social media platforms. We're a fun Blue Jackets themed group. And we do a lot of cool stuff. So go check out Uni Blue Soldiers. Hell yeah. Everything y'all said was great tonight. I appreciate it. Appreciate y'all as always being here with me. Thanks to all of our audio listeners out there. I've mentioned it several times, but uh, it really just amazed me that, um, you know, people are out there listening. Uh, thanks to our, you know, stream watchers. Thanks to our video replay watchers. I appreciate all of you guys. You're helping out. Uh, a lot and by helping out i mean we're doing this for fun but it's really fun to see the numbers go up too so we appreciate it um other than that you know uh i, I was just scrolling through twitter real quick and, I, and this really really important piece of news just popped up over here and i just wanted to let you all uh let you all know that um 50 cents song in the club is officially diamond so yes. just so you're aware um thank you thank you for yeah bottles full of got what i need we gon' party like it's your exactly. birthday. We gon' sip it's your birthday. Um, so yeah, there's that. Just thought y'all really oh, need oh. to know that. Uh, other than that, thanks for everyone. Uh, again, same time, same place next week, as usual. Uh, check us out, Twitter, YouTube. Smash the like buttons, do the things, and we'll see you then. Peace. Peace. Yeah.